Yes, all of you to stand up for a second. Before we start. Okay. Um, today is a special show. Special show for memories of Aisha Kashir Vayashar. He was born in the name of Ahmad Kona Monatzion, Yosef Ben Shifra, Every morning, 6.30, we already finish 
see 10 people, sometimes 15 people that come in and devote their time one hour before the final. You know, you're always afraid from something that really not exists. I was so afraid to ask, to do something that is crazy. The building comes at <coughs> the time in the Minyan. 7.45, you remember how much? I said, who's gonna come one hour before? And you know, in life you realize that the most that you push, the more that you get. <laughs> when you let them lose, they don't come. When you push, then one hour before, Baruch Hashem, it's important to come. But you know what's the most important? And this is the first message that we shared last week. The most important items in life is Shalom Bait. Nothing is more, you know how you know? This is the job that God is doing. For 6,000 years. Everybody know here that in, when, in the house of a human being is crisis. Business is crisis. Everything is crisis. Because you're not in a good mood. You are sad, depressed. We're fighting. But in the house, when they have Shalom Bait, life is incredible. Life is amazing. It's the greatest blessing that you can have. If this is so, the second message is Hashem doesn't do mistakes. If God is the one that made this evil between you and your wife, so even if this is obstacles, you always can overcome any obstacles. You always can overcome, you know why? Because Hashem do not do mistakes. Your husband is the perfect human being for you, and your wife is the most perfect human being for you. So even when you're upset, you have to remember that. That is not your choice, it's Hashem's choice. And remember that this is Hashem's choice. Hashem doesn't do mistakes. We do mistakes. We choose shoes that is not good. We buy clothing that is not good. And then we have to, you know, some women, some ladies, ladies know my friend, don't get offended. They're always ordering from Amazon and all day long. Bad machine. You know, Amazon is losing company, losing money with this lady. This lady. All day long, back and forth. Why? Nobody measure even the, they bought the three side under or three side above. Nobody check. Why? Because Amazon, you have free return. We're making mistakes. But Hashem, the one that made this zivug with your wife or with your husband, the one that 6,000 years, this is what he's doing, doesn't do mistakes. So what do we have to do? What do we have to do? Last week we offered one items. Today I'm going to offer something else. Last week we offered <coughs> that the most important things in the marriage life, and for the new people I want you to hear it, because this topic is the most important topic that you can hear. Today we're gonna to bring a light at different directions. But just to remind what we said last week. Last week we said that the wife do not care if you're going into the business. You can go into business. You can go to the synagogue at 6.30 in the morning. You can go, you can be with the rabbis. You can hang out with your friends at night. Many women, they're always fighting. Many ladies, they're always fighting. Why are you going with your friends? You can do it, you can do whatever you want. As long that you have to remember one thing. Moshe, what do you have to remember? Do you remember what do you have to remember? What do you have to remember, Moshe? Moshe, you came last week, huh? No, you didn't. Oh, you Moshe. Moshe, doesn't remember nothing. The four series, he's still happy. He's still, you know, nearly wet, nearly wet. And he's still, still, still the butterfly. His eyes is always like this. And Moshe, the remember this time? You remember this time? The four series, Hashem, man. my wife. This is the year, this is the year. No problem. Mama, what are you talking about? Shalombay. My Shalombay is perfect. Mushele Kapara, you will never have issue. With a person like you, Mazan, you are lucky. He is lucky to have Mazan. And you are lucky to have Mushele. Mushele made with Torah Torah made. And Mushele. What? 
אש, אש.
didn't laugh at that. Yeah. I don't know if to say myself to no myself to what people come to me and I'm like, my dad to which in many communities is to put the babies in the pillow. And I don't know why they have this tradition. They put all the jewelry above the... Do you know this tradition? They have a tradition in many communities to put the jewelries in the pillow. And then the Kohen is asking you when he's holding the five cones, five cones, what do you choose? You choose the five cones or you choose your child? Now, the obvious answer is, how much cost these five coins? Two hundred dollars? What's the question? Choosing five coins? Five? Two hundred dollars? Now, in my case, it was a serious question. Because I didn't choose the child. I told my wife, let's choose the coins. You know how much money was in the pillow? Two and a half million dollars in diamonds. Only one ring over there, who found the ladies, most likely you know them. Uh, it was a few ladies that are very annoying, I'm not going to mention the names that each one of them had half a million dollar, literally half a million dollar diamonds. One of them had one million dollar diamond, and they put it over there. Oh, yeah, I told my wife, forget about the baby. Let's run to his baby. I will build your house with 12 rooms. You can have as many children you want. Oh, okay. Let's choose the money. It was a, it was a, it was a serious question. In my case, it was a question. <coughs> How does it mean you choose $200 or you choose your child? Ladies and gentlemen, all of us answer. Anyone here in this room that had Peter Nobel answer would choose the child. But by it, we're not. Michael, this is answering your questions. We choose the money. Because how many times during the days our children see us? Almost none. Yes, we're going to buy them Nike, and Nike Air, and Jordan Air. We're going to buy them easy and difficult. We're going to buy them iPhone number 13, or iPhone number 15, and get number 16. We're going to give them everything that, but time-wise, we will not. Did you ever try you to ask your husband for, to hold the baby for one hour at night? You look at him like an enemy. What did I, what, what did I do with this guy? It never happened in Bukhara that the woman had a chutzpah to wake up. We have to follow tradition. You wake me up at night, oh, this is your baby. And you tell me that you choose your child. Who do you choose? Oh, most of us here in this room choose the money very clearly. Yes, in that five minutes, we say child. But by met, the only time that the child sees us is in Shabbat for 10 minutes, because after that, we go to sleep, because we tire the whole week. How many of us really spending time with our children? I saw Emmanuel one time sitting down with the children, going into the city, and Jamaica mistakes in Jamaica State. He went in to study with his own child, and I was very proud. How many of us find a quality that are? are you choosing your child or choosing money? It's not the $200. The question is much wide, much bigger from that five minutes. The question is for life. What do you choose? You choose your wife or you choose the community? You choose your friend or you choose your wife? As long as the wife knows that she is number one, Echad, Echad is 13. 
אהבה השתורתין. דיבור דאהבה הנהידו א', ה', ב', ה', השתורתין. אחד, א', ח', ד', תורתין. מי בתורי מיינס? To love someone is to choose God. My wife, you are the most important and my priority. Between you and my parents, I choose you. Between you and my brothers, I choose you. Between you and my business, I choose you. Between you and the synagogues, as long as the wife knows that you choose her over everything, because this is the most important, she will let you go to the synagogues, she will let you go with your friends, no matter. But sometimes she's going to call just to check. Just to check if you're choosing me. My husband, I need your urgent. How do you respond? Are you going to be the right way? Are you going to scream and shout? Why you always you have to win? What do you do? Choose your wife. <coughs> Make your wife the highest priority, and you will have the greatest shalom bite that you can have. This is what we spoke last week. This week, I'm going to take it on the way to the ladies. Ladies, listen to what the Gemara said. Masechet Shabbat, Kufmem. 140. Amar Lau Rav Chista de Bante. Rav Chista told his own daughters, few advice. Before you go to get married, I will give you few advice. Listen to the advice that is given them. And the question, why is giving it only to his daughters? Why he doesn't give any advice to the, his children? <coughs> He's given advice to the daughter before they leave the house, before they get married, he told them few advice. Look like some of the advice looks so simple, we don't even understand what's the advice. The first thing is, be modesty. Be modesty even in front of your husband. Even in the place that you are allowed, because he's your husband and this is your house, be modesty. Because people respect. Look like your husband, he might gonna get upset. Why are you a dick? Why? No, be modesty. Be modesty even in front of your husband. Even in the bedrooms. Keep your tenut. Tenut is a blessing. One of the reasons, and I'm not talking about only mikveh, I'm not, I'm talking about the way that you respond. First of all, ladies, you cannot respond like a man. Even if your husband is going down, it doesn't mean that a queen like you can go down. If the man is donkey, it doesn't give you right to be the wife of the donkey. Somebody has to stay queen. So don't respond verbally, don't go <coughs> don't go down to his level. Keep your mouth clean. You're a daughter of God, you're royalty. A royalty woman always behaves different. This is verbally, but they have clothing. I always tell people, now is winter break, and it's good that I'm gonna mention. If you're going to Florida, and God bless you to have money, and to have a great vacation, go and enjoy. I'm not gonna tell you be suffering and no, go and enjoy. But in the same time, ladies, gentlemen, do it in a kosher ways. In Florida today, there are many, and I'm not here to promote anything, but there are many houses that they have a swimming pool, jacuzzi, sauna, anything you want. In the house, you cannot go to a hotel and put your husband in a danger to watch things that he's not supposed to do. Because in the long run, you're going to pay the price for it. I'm not blaming you to do it, but don't, don't be foolish to agree to it. 
Don't be foolish to go into the, what do you call it, uh, in the sea? Beach. Beach. Cruise? That is not kosher. In the beach. I'm not going to tell you why, because that, your husband never saw the beach. Let's not go detail what he saw, what he didn't saw. But don't put them in, in, in danger. Now we were in the vacation times. <coughs> Modesty. Modesty is what brings Shekhinah to the house. The Almighty God said, because of that mixed dancing, such an issue. Because of that. When we're going in, and I have nothing to do with religion or not, I don't understand why it became so religious. If your children or if your brothers want to make a kosher weddings, you have to dance and smile. His life is going to be a long lasting home, he's going to have a great shalom bite. The first advice that Rav Chista is given to his daughter, the Gemara said, keep modesty. In Egypt, when we left Egypt, one of the reasons is, one of the three things that they did, they kept the Jewish names. They kept the Jewish names and they was proud to have Jewish names. <coughs> Business or not, we have Jewish names. They kept the language that they speak, either Bukhara and now in our case, but mainly Hebrew. And they kept what? Shelosh inuit levusham. The levush, levush, is what represents us in front of people. All of them had modesty clothing. Of course, they tell their own daughter, even in your house, even between you and your husband in the bedroom, nobody see. Keep modesty. Your husband will respect you. You know why? Because the rule is, Less that you see, more that you want. How many times you went into a show and they asked you, what do you want? You want this, this phone, this phone, a gift, gift, or a box that you can open and you don't, you don't know what? What most of the people choose? But what was it? Why? But the phone is fifty around the door. Why you don't choose the phone? It's better for you to get something. Usually ninety percent of the time the box have nothing. Because by nature, we love to get what is hidden. When is hidden, what is hidden from ours? We more desire. We more desire what is hidden from us. Senyut, modesty, is one of the greatest gifts. And he continued and said, ladies, do not eat too much in front of your husband. He might not gonna like it. <laughs> uh, you know, I will tell you what's different. Did you remember your wife? Did you remember your wife, Daniel, before you got married? When you went out on a date and I, another newly went? Do you remember that time that you went out on the date? Your wife and ever ate anything before? Caesar salad. Nothing. After marriage, kapapa, hospedo, hospedo, You see steak and kebab, and she's going on. She said, I don't understand what I can marry with the men, or I can marry with the women. But yeah, I don't know. What exactly happened? He said, wait, you can eat. But don't do it in front of your husband. Don't eat too much in front of them. He made them, he drove them. Listen to the tip. Listen to the advice. Come on. Emmanuel listened to the Gemara and said, do not be drunk. Do not be drunk. Even in Peru, a woman cannot be drunk. When a man allowed to drink, 
women not allowed. Again, she may gonna do a few things that is not respectable for women, and the husband will register, and maybe he's gonna have something, lack of respect to his wife. And he said like this, one of the things is, you know, when I came into my mother-in-law's house, I love this tradition. I don't know who still keep it. I don't know which woman is still righteous to keep this tradition. My mother-in-law never ate, never ate dinner without the husband. If the husband, you know, my father-in-law is a shuhet, no wondering why I behave so well, and my shalom bite is so well. It's no secret. Every time he's calling me, I hear the knife. Because how is my domot is doing? I said, my domot is good. Domot is good. It's all good domot. Okay. When I got married, my father-in-law put the ketubah one side and he put the knife. And he said, b'charta b'chaim, et ha'chaim, et ha'mavet. I chose life, obvious. You see, Baruch Hashem, my father-in-law was a shuhet. Sometime, they come very late. And no matter if it came 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 11 or 1 o'clock, she never ate dinner without the husband. She kept a little. She ate something just to make her laugh. But the dinner she kept, and I believe all of us grew up in our family like this, that they had such a respect. Today is very rare to find it. But it was like this. We grew up in such a way. He told the daughters, listen, respect your husband. Now I'll tell you in a second why I'm, why I'm teaching you ladies, and gentlemen, but especially ladies. If last week we spoke about the gentlemen, Today, I want the ladies to be very open-minded and especially open ears to hear what exactly we need to do. He said, respect your husband and the greatest level. Why? Why for the ladies? Why Rav Christa is giving advice only? Listen to this, what the Gemara said. The Gemara said, When we're blessing the husband and wife, what are we blessing the husband? that your wife will become like a wine. What's the difference between wine to meat? Wine to fish? Wine to mango? Or avocado or anything that you like? Why your wife compared to wine? Anyone that know this answer will get Chudachat free breakfast, him and his wife, sponsored by Baruch HaLazarov. Today is Baruch HaLazarov. Da'ezrat Hashem Baruch, we approve this message. Chudachat, you're going to open press, free breakfast, you can choose whatever you want, cappuccino, mochaccino, sunny side up, sunny side down, whatever you want. Baruch sponsor, don't worry, be large. Yes, what's the answer? Why a woman compare herself to wine? Yes. Because our wine gets better as it ages, and everything else gets spoiled as it ages. Very nice. Wine gets better with the ages. Okay, nice. Bayamet is one of the answers, but it's not the answer that I'm waiting for tonight. No, no, no. I will teach you something. You never know. It's not going to be so easy to get breakfast. <laughs> You're going to have to sweat for it. Yes. Anyone else have an answer here? Emmanuel, why wine? Your wife is like a wine. Why wine? Shoshana said beautiful because wine refined with the times. You know why wine? Wine's expensive. Wine? <laughs> I approve this message. <laughs> free cappuccino from the free sample. Yes. yes. I would guess. Um, because it's the first bracha you made, so it like, goes back to that. She has to be first before everything else. Oh, nice. That's a nice. Wine is the only thing, by the way, wine is the only thing 
that the more that you squeeze it, the better that it became. You know how I know? Anything else that you squeeze, if you take an <coughs> apple, what's the blessing on apple? It's what exactly when you squeeze it and uh, juice come out? What's the blessing of the juice? Beautiful. If you take a uh, uh, what is grapes? Grapes. No, not grapes. Tomato. Tomato. What's the blessing of tomato? When you squeeze it, anything that you squeeze, the blessing is lower. Adama is much greater from charcoal. Aids is much greater from charcoal. Charcoal is the lowest level of the blessing. This is the basic. Above that, more clear. Which blessing is the best one? You take a grape and you squeeze the grape. What's the blessing was before? Aids. What now is the blessing? Wow. In life, in a relationship life, the more obstacle you have, the greatest human being you become. Don't get excited from obstacles. Every couple have obstacles in the beginning. Every couple have. But if you overcome the obstacles in life, in business, in Torah, in life, in relationship, the more obstacles you have, Yaakov Avinu became the greatest because he had the most obstacle from Abraham, Yitzhak and Yaakov. So he was the chosen one. Yosef Tzadik was his life was a Balagan, and he became the greatest human being. He's one of the Melech. You're going to see throughout this story. Any giant, any rabbi or tzaddik that had difficult moment in life and business, you're going to see. The people that succeed is not the people that business went smooth. It's the people that went in one day, they lost the money, one day they gained the money. It was like a Osela. He's going in. A minute that they made it, they make it so big. So this is different, but it's not the answer. The answer is, you know why wine? Because wine is the only items. If you eat any food, meat, any food you eat, after a while, you cannot eat it anymore. You don't even want to see it. I will say in our community, that statement is not right. Because people eat Ospedon and Ospedon like it's never tomorrow. For 40 years, the same Ospedon, from one demikel to another demikel, Elajo, Malajo, this, and all of them come the first time. 40 years, every night they have a show. And every night you eat, our community is expert with Ospedon. But except the spoon, let's take the spoon out. Any food that you're going to eat, food, vegetable, meat, fish, wine is different. The more that you drink, especially the good one, especially the expensive one, the mehara, the mehara, the cage. You know the cage? The cage. A hundred dollars about it. Ash, ash, ash. You know what's the problem with this button? After you finish one, you want another, you want another three. Wine, until you don't fall down completely, may your wife. The love that you have to your wife will never be ending. Ah, what a beautiful. Ishtecha kegefen. Ishtecha kegefen. The more he is, the more that you love, the more that you know, the more that you can get more and more and more. You desire more and more. This is given. But come, Shlomo Melech, and say the wisest man in the world is to him. Chochmat. נשים בנתה ביתה, ואיוולת לידה תרסנה. ידיש, a wise man can build the house. And a, a wise woman, and a foolish woman can destroy the house. What's the topic of today? To build or to destroy it? Ladies, the power of having successful marriage or not is in your hand. Do not blame your husband. It's literally in your hand. And I want you to hear it very well. It's very easy to blame him. Yes, we do many mistakes. 
But the job and the ability and the power of a woman is to make the husband tzaddik. And if not, to make him the worst asha. If a woman is righteous, the husband is going to become righteous. If the woman is loyal, the husband, what do we say? What do we say? I will give you a few proof. And this is the reason that Rav Christa and Gemara, Emmanuel give advice to his daughter and not to his son. What Rav Christa tell his daughter, you are the one that's in charge of building your house. You can make your husband as perfect as you want. You can melt him. You can prepare him. Melt. Right? Melt him. Mold. 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 Mold him the way, the shape, and the way that you want. It's a new hand. It's a new hand. You know how I know? I'll give you a few proof. The first proof, the first proof is Emmanuel. Yaakov, I mean, got punished. What a severe punishment. You're not going to believe. Do you know why Yaakov, got punished? What's the worst thing that ever happened to Yaakov? What's the worst thing that ever happened to Yaakov? What? No, no, no. Almost. Much worse. Nightmare for every father running. His own daughter got raped by a ghost. No, I never will him. And the Gemara, in the Torah, is brother. What exactly Yaakov Avinu did? I mean, God is not doing mistakes. When you're losing a business, don't tell me, Rabbi, I don't know why bad things happen to good people. When you, something happened to you, flat tire, you got ticket, you got somebody scratch your car, no matter issue with your bite. It's no mistakes. You have to do the shuvah. Something that you did was wrong. Stop blaming God. Accept it with love and do the shuvah. So the Gemara is asking, what Yaakov Avinu did? Gavriel, what Yaakov Avinu did? A righteous and perfect. He hid her from Esau. You know, when Esau, his brother, came to visit, when Esau, his brother, came to visit, what exactly he did? <coughs> the was beautiful. He was afraid because Esau had the desires to get married with his wife. So Yaakov said, okay, Baruch Hashem, now she's a married woman. Even my brother, this whole life, he will respect this fact, he will not touch my wife. But my daughter, am I going to tell me, give me what I'm going to tell him? You know what he did? He took one of the uh, uh, suitcase. suitcase, he put dinner inside, he closed it, and the pastor, okay. And God said, you hide dinner for myself, you hide, you're gonna get punished. It was a chance, it was a chance for dinner, maybe, not maybe, to bring Esau back into Shuvah. Because of you, Esau went down, and all the Christianity, and everything bad that happened because, to the Jewish nation for 6,000 years, Yaakov happened because of you. Now, I'm gonna ask you simple questions, and a solid questions. Abraham Avinu didn't succeed to change itself. Yitzchak Avinu didn't succeed to change his child. Yaakov's brother didn't succeed. Why did I going to succeed? Who wants to get married? Do you want to have such a son-in-law? Which one? My daughter will fix herself. And the answer is yes. You know why? Because women have power that even Abraham Avinu do not have. Even Yitzchak, nobody have. A woman can build and a woman can destroy it. Yaakov, you had the ability to bring this woman. Listen to the message. Listen, ladies, to the power that you have. You have unlimited power to create from your husband to become the best man. If you left tonight with this message, I know that men always complaining. But Rabbi Vaklin is honest. I'm not going to speak only to the men to change. 
Ladies, the Gemara said loud and clear. The power of Shlomo Melech, the wisest man in the world history. You, have, you know how I know? Because Yaakov got punished. You know why he got punished? Because he had an atomic bomb in his hand. If he gave dinar to Esav, Esav will never be Esav. Esav will be Esav al-Sadiq. Esav will be buried in Ma'at al-Makhbala. Christianity will never come to the world. We're going to save millions of Jews not dying. Because, what a beautiful Kiddush. Let's hear about such a thing. What a proof. What a proof. I mean, if I was the father, I would never give my daughter to a son. I would never. My mistakes. Not the son mistakes. Now, let's continue. I'm going to give you another fool. You remember, one of the biggest mafia guys, the Gambino family, of their generation, you know, just two days ago, they got this mafia guy from Italy. They chased for him yesterday, no? Yesterday. Yes. was in the news. They chased him 40 years. And, and uh, them. One of the biggest mafia guys in Italy, they're 20 years, 20 years they're looking for him. Unreal. They find them, I don't know how they find them, but they find them. The Gambino family 2,000 years ago was who? The head of the mafia, Rishlakish. He was a mafia guy. He was the strongest guy. He used to jump from one side of the, the, the river to another. You don't understand what the power this guy. Everybody was afraid just to say his names. This Gambino became one of the biggest rabbi in our history. Every page of Gemara you're going to see Rishlakish. What exactly he did to become Rishlakish? Everybody here, I believe, they know the story. He saw a beautiful woman. It was not a woman. He looked and behind, he looked like a woman. The name is Rabbi Yohanan. And he saw a beautiful woman, a mafia guy, everything is allowed. He jumped all the way to come in. When he got closer, he saw that this is a man, he got afraid. He said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I thought that you're a woman. Now the rabbi saw this opportunity. He said, wow, if you have so much power, physicality-wise, if you're going to become Tamid Chacham, you're going to become the biggest rabbi. If you're going to become a rabbi, I will give you my daughter. Now I'm going to ask you questions. Imagine yourself. Mr. Give me a name. Not only give me a name. Name of a mafia. Well, which name? Al Capone. Maybe Sigal Mirlanski. A Jewish guy. A Jewish guy. Mirlanski. Adam Mirlanski. Uri, Uri, Mirlanski. He jumps. And he comes to you and he said, Listen, if you're going to make the Shuvah, get my daughter. Wow. You know, my people, people die for no reason. With cement, no cement. They cut them to pieces. They went into the, how do you call it, to the slice of uh, uh, corn beef, uh, shawarma, a corn. You know how many people they killed in their hand? Are you going to offer your daughter to such a, the worst, not, not low life, not a human being. Low life is still something. You're a and you offer your daughter, your sisters, to a slackish, a mafia guy? What's the answer? What's the answer? Now everybody knows the answer. What's the answer? Isha Bona? Isha, what is it? A woman, he said, I have no, worry not, worry not, I have no worry. Because my daughter have a power that every woman has. What's the power? Okay. To make you the biggest rabbi in history. Every page you open, Rishlakish v'Rabbi Yohanan. You don't, any beginner, any beginner that study Gemara, you don't have to be Tamid Haram. Because of what? Because Rabbi Yohanan looked like did a suicide act, giving his own sisters to this Mafia guy, and that suicide act, they don't become.
the greatest decision that we made. Made one of the greatest rabbinim. The Gemara said, let's continue. Another proof. So far we have two proof. Rishlakish and Dina. I got to give you a long and healthy and happy life. Let us say amen. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this one. The Gemara said, one time, one time, it was a Hasid and Hasidah. Yaniv, it was a Hasid and Hasidah. Kapara Alecha Yaniv. That they are married. Two righteous people, righteous people. If the Gemara mentioned the word Hasid, a pious man, a righteous man, the Gemara mean it. And the wife would tzaddik it. Sarai Menu ve'avram avinu. Now, after ten, a few years, above ten, ten years and above, they came to each other because they love each other so much. They said, maybe our mazal is not to have children. But Allah said that after ten years, if you both want it, God forbid you can divorce. To open a new mazal. So they decided to divorce. But friendly, no, friendly divorce. I mean, it was a good divorce. They didn't go to the lawyer, they saved so much money. They didn't scheme in each other. They divorced when they looked at each other and they said, Junam Bazam, Bazam Bazam. They divorced with love. Why did they divorce? Only to have children. Okay. The Gemara said, Now, you know, when you are 25 years old, everybody wants you. But when you are 25, it becomes a little more difficult. Now, in that moment, the market was not so hot. So they had to compromise. They had to compromise. So the Hasid got married with a woman that she's not righteous. Because this was the only woman that they offered him. And the woman got married with the husband that is not righteous. Both of them, this guy is not religious. And the new, the new husband and the new wife is not religious. Both of them took literally people that are not religious. You know what the Gemara said? The husband, that Hasid that was Hasid before, became Rasha. And the wife made the new husband, you remember the new one? She made him tzaddik. You know why? Repeat after me, ladies. Isha? Bona. Isha? A woman have the ability to build. If this is so, if this is the message of today, we spoke about how Shalom Bayat is important. We spoke about how the job of a husband, ladies, to put you first priority. I told you that Rabhaim Kanevsky, his father, the state Rakado said, I never left Benebrak. I never <coughs> left Benebrak without coming with a gift or something to my wife. Can be a postcard. You know how big is Benebrak? Five minute driving. You know why the stapler, the father of Rabhaim did it? To tell his wife, you're always in my mind. Every time I leave the city, you're in my mind. Rabbi Akiva Higer, we spoke about last week, when he spoke about his wife after she died, how did Rabbi Akiva Higer call his wife? The love of my wife. The love of my life, yes. The love of my life. And not so much that he said, I am a broken human being in a dark world without my wife. Unreal for such a righteous human being, Rabbi Kimeir, <coughs> to use. He said, after she died, I cannot eat, I cannot sleep, I barely pray. When I'm praying, I'm always, she's always in my mind. I'm not focusing and study because she's the love of my life. Your wife have to be, guys, your first priority in everything. If she knows, and I said with a lot of modesty, a lot of modesty, I'm just saying it to inspire one of us. My wife, at any moment in the day, knows that she is the first priority. 
And you know how difficult for me is to put my wife, because being a rabbi in the community and putting your life for the for the sake of the Jewish nation. But you know, you know what she does? She never bothered me. Because one thing the wife doesn't like, competition. <coughs> if she knows that she's number one, you can do whatever you want. If she knows that she's number one, you can do whatever you want. The problem that she bothers you, always do, and she bothers you in business, because she knows deep down that you choose business over her. That you choose your friends over her. That you choose a vacation over her. You choose everything, but if she knows that she's number one, you can do it. I can walk until two o'clock, get in people, speak with you, no problem. I know that in any moment that I need it, it's going to be there. What do we do? What do we do? We wake up in the nets to pray in the nets. We wake up to the kids, to the kids. And the nets. And then she wants to say, 20 minutes. She might say, another 15 minutes. And then when your wife is asking you help, I don't understand. You asking me to lose nets because of you? I don't You're out of your mind? This is Gehennam. What are you doing? Now the wife realizes. Nets is more important for me. The rabbi is, the rabbi is my enemy. He is my competition. It's not that she doesn't like Torah. She loves Torah even greater from you. <laughs> Don't blame the Torah. Don't be tzaddik. But you're coming home after Nets, especially in Shabbat. What do you do? You're sleeping. Instead of coming in to the wife and said, My dear wife, can you need help? Can I be with you? Can I spend time with my children? That's it. I wake up in the Nets, I'm tired. That's it. Don't talk to me. And some people even had the audacity to be in the nets, to sleep, and then Mutsi Shabbat to have one hour shiur Torah after Mutsi Shabbat. Meaning, after that, you're going to do. Ah, no, she's not a widow. She's not a widow. And your children, they are not orphans. You have to remember it. You know, when the son of the Hafez Chaim, the son of the Hafez Chaim was studying in Lekwood Yeshiva. He was late every day, every day the son of the Chafetz Chaim was late. Now, nobody's going to tell him nothing. He is the son of the Chafetz Chaim. How can you rebuke the son? The Rosh Hashiva was shivering every time. He woke, he kissed him like Sefer Torah. But after eight months that he's late, the Rosh Hashiva said, I have to make a comment. Is that a good example for him to be late? Why is he late every morning? So the Rosh Hashiva came to him and said, I don't know what's his name, I don't remember the name. I saw the story inside. I don't remember the names. Let's call him Ramosha, just for the sake of the story. He said, Ramosha, can I ask you, and I have no doubt, I don't, I don't judge you, I know that you have a reason. Can you explain me what's the reason that you come in late? He said, Rosh Shiva, it's very nice that you ask. Beautiful questions, I will tell you. They have a woman that live in my street. And this woman has five children. And every morning when I wake up and I see this woman, she's alone, she needs help. She's always asking, and nobody's there. You know what I'm doing? I'm going in, and I bring food to her, and I'm helping the children. Behemet, I wake up in times. I'm supposed to be half an hour before. But the problem is that this woman, the Rosh Shiva looked at him and said, that's Tzadik. Mazer Tzadik, like the Hafez Chaim. You're like your father. Kodesh Kodashim. You're helping a widow woman and an orphan? Moshe is looking at the Rosh Shiva and said, excuse me, who told you that she's a widow? That I mentioned anything about widow? Did I say that the children is often got for it? He said, so who is this woman? He said, that woman is my wife. <laughs> and that children is. And this is the child. Ned, Ned, going to Chudachim. What about your wife? What about your children? Where is the priority? Where is the charity start at home? <coughs> no, but we're going to be Tzadikim. Tzadikim. <laughs> here you hear a mate. And a mate. 
and gentlemen, choose your wife. Choose your children, and you know what your wife is going to say? She's going to wake up 10 minutes before to wake you up to go to the nets with the coffee and cakes. You know why? She knows that she's number one. Not only that she's not going to interfere, she's going to wake you up. Honey, sweetheart, Bukhato, good morning. The nets is waiting for you. Go and study one hour, Gemara. Go and pray like a tzaddik, and I'm going to wait for you with breakfast. You don't have to go to any restaurant, and Baruch doesn't have to pay for it. I'm going to do breakfast to you. Handmade, the best breakfast. I'm going to, you know why? Because she knows that she's number one. Don't make God forbid your wife that she is against anything to do with religion. She loves you to become the greatest tzaddik and the greatest tzaddik. But don't show your wife that anything is more important. This is from our side. For you ladies, I have to remind you, do not blame. Amar Rav Rizda, Rav Rizda said, what Rav Rizda said? Rav Rizda talked to his daughter. He didn't talk to the son. He doesn't need to talk. And I don't care if he had a child or not. He didn't need to talk to the guys. You know why? Isha Bona, Isha Reset. Ay, ay, ay. A woman build and a woman can destroy it. Ladies, you're not going to believe what a power you had. With one compliment to your husband, you can literally change everything in a split of a second. For a woman to change the anger that she's in, it takes three days to seven days. Our marriage, Baruch Hashem, we accept upon, upon, upon ourselves from the first year that we got married, not in the first day, from the first year. It took us a few months to understand that we will never pass anger from one day to another and not even from one day to each other, to the day himself. At night, we're always going to go to sleep. And this is the secret for happy marriage. But in general, a woman to get upset, she needs three days to understand why she gets upset. One week to get upset, and one week to relax. Unreal. A man that gets upset, ladies, how long it takes your husband to be cool, to cool off? Just one look. My husband, I love you. <laughs> I'm a gift, you're gifted. I don't know what I did, my husband. I don't know. I don't need to fill up the lottery. You're my number six. You're number six. You know what you did? You know what you did? You know how many times what men is seeking and screaming? Why she doesn't recognize? Why she doesn't give me compliment? Why she doesn't say thank you? I'm working so hard. What's, it costs nothing and change life. A woman always accepts to get flowers, to get good wood. How many times when you cook, you're going around the husband seven times, like the wall of Yericho, to see if he's going to tell you something about the soup. So how is the soup? Seven times. Maybe he's going to get the message. And if you don't get compliment, you get upset and mad, and you're making a face. Three weeks, three days, don't talk to me. You, you change the luck, you put another extra luck. For only one. Go to your mom. Yes, go to your mom, the one that put you into the room. Such an uneducated child, 100%. And it's for soup. Ladies, your husband even more need that support. Your husband even more need that compliment. Isha Bona, Isha Reset. A woman have the ability to build. And a woman have the ability to destroy it. Let's bless all of you ladies, righteous ladies, that coming all the way here tonight. And every Wednesday night. Next week, 
I'm going to be out, but I'm coming especially for Wednesday. Wednesday night, I'm going to be here. I made sure with my wife that we cannot miss Wednesday night. The Almighty God will help you, ladies, to be one item and one item also. Only. Isha Bona. A woman that has ability to build. The Almighty God will make sure that your home is going to be built with your children. The Torah, that you're going to raise your children, the Torah, the Chupah, the Masin, to remember the Samin. You're going to have Shalom Bayit, and the Tidah, the Samin. The Almighty God will bless you with unlimited Parnassah, let us Samin. The most important that you and your husband will be close to Hashem Barach, as highest that you can be, let us Samin. Thank you very much. אדוני חפץ למען צדקו, יגדיל תורה וידיל.